Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on 1560 KFIV. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Mike Douglas Show on this uh, beautiful Wednesday afternoon in the Central Valley of California. Mike Douglas here, privileged to serve as your live and local concierge for conversation, Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And again, our, our goal here is to sit down with you, so to speak, and just have the ability to talk over the issues that affect us on a day-to-day basis here in the Central Valley of California and to discuss those rationally and and reasonably and uh, to be able to agree to disagree at times without being disagreeable. Not many places you can do that, so we are very privileged to be able to provide you with that venue here Monday through Friday at 3 on the Mike Douglas Show. Well, uh, just a a, a quick recap for those of you who... uh, may have missed it just uh, in terms of the the brand new tier system in California for the COVID-19 stats. Uh, There are now two counties in the purple widespread uh, tier, Merced and Inyo. Uh, In the red substantial tier, 22 uh, 22 counties. That makes up almost 19% of our population in California. In the orange level, now 32 counties. That's uh, 80, almost 81% of the population of California is now in the orange moderate area. Uh, the tier are now minimal. The yellow tier, there are two. Alpine has had uh, sole uh, occupancy of that tier for a long time, but Sierra County now part of that as well. So that's uh, that's where we line up. And again, uh, amazingly, in the matter of four weeks, about 80% of California's population went from the purple penalty box now to the orange moderate tier. Uh, 32 counties there, uh, about 80.5% uh, of the population. Well, other things uh, going on around our country, and one of the big the big deals right now is the move of Major League Baseball to take the All-Star game in uh, July out of Atlanta, out of Georgia, because the Major League Baseball powers that be didn't like the new voting uh, legislation that was put in. And, and so they uh, moved the the Major League Baseball All-Star game from Atlanta to Colorado. Uh, Mr. Robert Manfred is the commissioner of Major League Baseball, and last week he decided that the best way to demonstrate our values, I assume he means Major League Baseball's values as a sport, is by relocating this year's All-Star game Uh, away from Atlanta because of Georgia's revised election law. Now, what do you think that that decision was based upon? Do you think it was actually based upon reading the new laws? Or do you think it was based upon the mass media portrayal of what those laws were about? Or is it based upon the Biden administration's interpretation of what that is all about? And even uh, much of the mass media has come out and say, no, uh, Mr. Biden, President Biden, you got it wrong. Your your characterization of those new voting laws was uh, incorrect in, in many ways. 
So just let, let's talk about money here for a second. What the All-Star Game means to a local community. Let's go back. There was none in uh, no All-Star Game in 2020 due to the uh, pandemic. But let's go back to uh, all the way back to 2016. 2016, San Diego. Uh, that area benefited $80 million from having the All-Star Game there. 2017, Miami, Florida, $70 million. 2018, Washington, D.C., benefited $68 million from the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game being there. And in uh, 2019, Cleveland, Ohio, that was the last uh, All-Star Game that was played, uh, the Cleveland area benefited to the tune of $65 million. So there are significant dollars, there are significant financial benefits to the local community. And I think the angst that a lot of people are, are feeling right now is Major League Baseball yanked uh, several million dollars out of the Atlanta area, upwards of $100 million by by some estimates, uh, based on what really turned out to be faulty information regarding the Georgia voting laws. Let me ask you a question. Has this tainted your perception and participation as a viewer or a listener to pro sports? Has has this caused you to have a stale taste in your mouth about professional sports? You know, at, at, at the basis of it, professional sports is an entertainment industry. That's what it is. Yes, we love, and, and the reason we love the entertainment is we get to see professional athletes who are the best of the best do what they do best. And we marvel at their athleticism and we get behind the teams that we love and we cheer them on and it, it provides us a great escape from a lot of the yuckiness, that's a theological term, the yuckiness we have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So when I tune into Major League Baseball or the NFL or, uh, or basketball, I'm looking for a bit of an escape. Well, no longer. Apparently, Pro Sports has decided that uh, they have the need to weigh in on political issues. This has been a big deal, a really big deal. And in fact, um, a man named Alfredo, Alfredo Ortiz is the CEO of Job Creators Network, apparently uh, that works in the Atlanta area. He's also a Georgia business leader. He talked to Fox Business News this past Monday, and he talked to them about how the businesses that he works with in Atlanta are going to be hugely hit by Major League Baseball's pullout of the All-Star game. Here's what he had to say about that. Representing small business owners across the country, and especially here in Georgia, of course, you know, they are barely making it out of the COVID-19 crisis, out of this pandemic, and now they're faced under the Biden administration with potentially higher taxes, a higher minimum wage, higher, you know, more red tape and regulations, and now this. And so Major League Baseball now is compounding the problem. So... Are you a faithful baseball fan? Are you going to continue as usual? Why? Why not? Or because of all this, has have you kind of soured on professional sports? Maybe you're not going to be 
watching or listening to baseball. Let us know. We'll be talking about that in a couple minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show. Our line direct in here to voice your opinion live and local is area code 209-551-3483. That's 209-551-3483. Has Major League Baseball left a stale taste in your mouth about watching professional sports? at least baseball. We'll talk about it in three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 first traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. North 99 Modesto, stop and go from Hellendale all the way to Hammett and North 5 in Stockton, slow from French Camp all the way to 8th Street. Uh, we have a bit of a delay on 205 in Tracy 2, eastbound side between Tracy Boulevard and MacArthur Drive. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Identity thieves love tax forms with personal info needed to steal your identity. That's why LifeLock helps protect, monitor, and restore your identity. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. Armstrong and Getty here for our friends at First California Funding, and you, like us, will really appreciate having a local, knowledgeable expert you can trust for honest mortgage advice. Yeah, when you call a lot of these Mega banks, you're going to be dealing with somebody that just wants to sell you something, whether it makes financial sense at all. That's once you finally get a human being. Or you can call First California Funding, talk to somebody right away that's going to give you the honest scoop on all the money that they can save you. Yeah, and their rates are every bit as good as anybody's. The service is just way better. And rates, speaking of rates, they're hovering in the 2% rate all-time high so make that five minute call now to see if it makes sense for you just five minutes on the phone and get hooked with a human being fast when you call first california funding oh by the way veterans can still get 100 percent financing 916-989-6222 989-6222 or fcfunding.com that's fcfunding.com california bureau of real estate real estate broker license number 01069872 nmls number 282458 equal housing lender sign on the line at dba true mortgage is a fair housing lender nmls 1626699 attention homeowners over the past year home equity values have risen and interest rates have gone down but the economy is changing and rates are starting to rise it's more important than ever to take advantage of your home's equity while rates are still low. At True Mortgage, we help with a cash-out refi that could save you thousands of dollars a year with a lower interest rate and get the cash you need to pay off high-interest credit cards, do home improvements, or put money away for emergencies. If your current mortgage rate doesn't start with a 2, call the experts at True Mortgage now. We've got low rates, fast turnaround, and smart options for every situation. And listen... The title, escrow, and appraisal fees to save you even more money. Pay off those high interest debts and save thousands by locking in a lower refi rate before rates go up. For a free quote, visit truenow.com or talk to us today. Just call 800-820-9111. That's 800-820-9111. 800-820-9111. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm -hmm. Sure who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. 
Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your renter's insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Great. As a minimalist, I need simple insurance. Nice place. No furniture? Nothing sparked joy, except... Well, with Liberty Mutual, you only pay for what you need, so there's that. I mean, look. So beautiful. So... Empty again. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hey, Modesto, if you're looking to start an exciting new career with job security and excellent benefits, the California Highway Patrol is looking for you. Apply today and never be bored at work again. Visit CHPMadeForMore.com to learn more or begin the application process. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for being part of the conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show. We so much appreciate you and the great ideas that you bring and the insights that you bring. It's our privilege here to serve as your concierge for conversation as we talk about some of the uh, major issues of the day that affect us here on uh, on the central uh, central valley of california and as we look at issues around the nation that affect us as well one of those issues that we're talking about today is the decision of uh, robert manfred he is the commissioner of major league baseball to pull the all-star game this summer out of atlanta and uh, take it to colorado and this based upon his interpretation, if he's read it, of the uh, new Georgia voting laws. And again, there's been a lot of uh, uh, Biden administration comments about this, many of which even uh, uh, local media has, or, or a mass media has, uh, has said, no, that, that's not quite right. That information isn't, isn't uh, quite right. And so I, I'm wondering what Mr. Manfred based his um, decisions on. Uh, probably not the facts, as I have read the uh, the Georgia voting laws of late. I don't see anything there that would cause uh, Major League Baseball to have to to yank uh, the 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 All Star game out of there. We were uh, talking just a, a bit earlier about uh, a man named Alfredo Ortiz. Uh, he's the CEO of a organization called Job Creators Network. He's also a Georgia business leader. And he was talking to Fox Business on on Monday about the financial effects of MLB pulling the the All-Star game out of Atlanta. And it's uh, it's incredible. Um, he, He talked about the estimated dollar impact the, the dollar damage that will be done by Major League Baseball's decision. It's going to cost upwards of $100 million of economic damages and impact to the state. These small business owners, especially in Cobb, I mean, a lot of these are minority-owned businesses that were really looking forward and desperately needed this kind of revenue in-stream. And so, and all because, quite frankly, there was a, a misinterpretation or misunderstanding or, quite frankly, just an outright lie of the law that was passed uh, here in Georgia on voting rights. And the bottom line is, is that, that that law, it just makes it easy to vote and hard to cheat. 
<laughs> that sounds like a, a pretty good uh, summation of, of what it's all about. Uh, it's just, again, amazing to me, apparently, that professional sports has decided they're taking sides politically. As an entertainment industry, I would think they would want to appeal to as vast an audience as possible. Well, with, with decisions like this obviously a lot of people are going to say, nah, sorry, not interested in watching a televised uh, baseball game, not interested in paying quite a bit of money now to go to the stadium, um, maybe won't even listen on radio, who knows? And so we're talking about that. How does that affect you? Do you again, does this decision by Major League Baseball, is, some, is this something that you think, ah, oh, it doesn't really bother me or is it something that maybe is a burr in your saddle and you're thinking uh, no if they're going to do things like this I'm I'm out of there I'm I'm as a fan I'm not going to engage much anymore what do you think our telephone number here 209-551-3483 209-551-3483 back to uh, Alberto or Alfredo I'm sorry Alfredo Ortiz again uh, a, a fairly influential Georgia business leader uh, he went on uh, to talk about how this just is so detriment, detrimental to local businesses. And he expressed his disappointment in a, several high-profile CEOs in the Atlanta area and the comments that they have made uh, after these new laws in Georgia were passed. Let's listen to what Mr. Ortiz has to say about that. Now we have CEOs that, quite frankly, are taking that and perpetuating these myths or lies, quite frankly, that, that, that led to the pullout of the MLB. And we're very disappointed and very saddened because, you know, I expect that out of politicians and, 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 and you know, political talking heads and operatives like you know, Joe Biden or Stacey Abrams. But I just don't expect that out of our CEOs and corporations that I think should be held to a higher standard and need to be held accountable uh, because they owe it to the public to speak the truth. Well, and this is the issue. I, I think in, in many ways these CEOs have to realize they are taking a nuanced approach uh, to this and that a lot of the people that they serve are, uh, are not going to be with them on, uh, on a lot of these decisions. <laughs> Very interesting. Marco Rubio uh, wrote a letter, uh, Senator Rubio wrote a letter to uh, the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Let me give you a couple of excerpts here. I think it uh, it just tells us the kind of frustration that uh, political leaders are, are feeling down there right now and, and perhaps a lot of others as well. Uh, again, just a reminder, our phone number here, if you'd uh, like to give your opinion on this uh, move by Major League Baseball, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. So uh, Mark, uh, Senator Rubio wrote to the commissioner of baseball, Robert Manfred, and a couple of excerpts. He said, last week, you decided that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game from Atlanta because of Georgia's revised election law. 
Senator Rubio said it, it is a decision that will have a bigger impact on countless small and minority-owned businesses in and around Atlanta than the new election law ever will, and one that reeks of hypocrisy. He went on to say, Will Major League Baseball now end its engagement with nations that do not hold elections at all, like China and Cuba? He wrote, Will you end your lucrative financial relationship with Tencent, a company with deep ties to the Communist Party and actively helps the Chinese government hunt down and silence political dissidents? He went on to say, Since Major League Baseball now appears eager to use its platform to demonstrate unwavering support for fundamental human rights, Will you cease your relationship with the Chinese government, which at this very moment is committing genocide against the Uyghurs, Muslims in the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region? He says, taking the All-Star game out of Georgia is an easy way to signal virtues without significant financial fallout. But speaking out against the Chinese Communist Party would involve a significant loss of revenue and being closed out of a lucrative market. So the issue really is that, and it's a look. I I am all about the First Amendment. I am not saying that Major League Baseball should be prohibited from voicing its concerns. I am not saying that at all. But what I am saying is. Are they looking at the ramifications? Are they looking at the fact that a a lot of fans uh, see this much differently? And that this is, when you look at it, bottom line, professional sports is a business. It's a business, and that business is entertainment. And what business goes around intentionally taking on part of its customer base and saying, too bad, we don't believe like you do, and therefore not only are we going to uh, take our uh, pick up our marbles and jacks and, and, and go away, but we're also going to leave you with about a uh, $100 million deficit uh, in what you could have had as a benefit to your region. I, <laughs> this, this absolutely astounds me. And as we've learned, uh, Major League Baseball, if they're, if they're going by the Biden administration and if they're going by what uh, the mainstream media is saying, they're operating on false information. Their info is not even right. Well, we're going to be talking uh, with Tom McClintock uh, shortly about what's happening on the border. Here on the Mike Douglas Show, coming up next on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk KFIV. 
Discover one of the CIA's illicit Cold War initiatives on the iHeartRadio original podcast, Operation Midnight Climax. An undercover brothel dosing unwitting Americans with LSD, a mind control experiment gone horribly wrong. Back in the 50s, the government wouldn't let you watch Elvis Presley shake his hips on TV. But the same government was running a brothel in broad daylight. Listen to Operation Midnight Climax on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. North 99 Modesto, stop and go from Helendale all the way to Hammett, and North 5 in Stockton, slow from French Camp all the way to 8th Street. Uh, we have a bit of a delay on 205 in Tracy 2, eastbound side between Tracy Boulevard and MacArthur Drive. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Identity thieves love tax forms with personal info needed to steal your identity. That's why LifeLock helps protect, monitor, and restore your identity. No one can monitor all transactions and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. Hi, I'm host Robin Roberts, and on a new podcast from iHeartRadio, COVID-19, Immunity in Our Community. We'll hear from Americans on the front lines and the doctors and medical experts who convince them and their loved ones to roll up their sleeves and get vaccinated. Listen to COVID-19 Immunity in Our Community on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. We can do this. Newt Gingrich, explaining the worst kind of identity theft, a crime that can cost you your home and is not covered by insurance or standard identity theft programs. Your credit card company found suspicious charges on your card. That's simple identity theft. It's annoying, but they cover it. The crime you really need to worry about is home title theft because it can cost you your home. The title documents to our homes are online now. The thief simply forges your signature in a quitclaim deed stating you sold your home. Then he borrows money on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until a late payment or eviction notice arrives. That's why I have Home Title Lock. The instant they detect tampering with my home's title, they help shut it down. You need to protect your home's title now. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And enter RADIO for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Too busy or unable to exercise your beloved pet? No worries. Call in the Pet Whispers from Canines on the Move. Potty breaks, walks, conversations with your pet? Give Canines on the Move a call. 209-226-1150. A walk a day keeps the vet away. Express Employment Professionals matches people with the right skills with the right jobs. From the production floor to the front office. To find the right person for your job, you can't beat Express's incredible local support. Visit ExpressPros.com to find a location near you. From the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer Weather Center. This report is sponsored by In. With Indeed, you don't need a storm to catch lightning in a bottle. Find great people fast with hiring tools like Instant Match, which searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver people whose resumes fit your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit. Mostly sunny today, highs in the low 70s. With clear skies overnight, we'll see low 40s and then more sunny skies tomorrow. Mid-70s all around and light wind. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
And we're wrapping up some thoughts here on the Mike Douglas Show about Major League Baseball uh, taking the All-Star game out of Atlanta, moving it to Colorado. And uh, we're going to be talking about border issues here in just a couple of minutes. Before we do that, though, uh, Billy from Modesto, you've, uh, you have some thoughts about uh, the All-Star game. What do you think? Mike, I don't have words to tell you how livid I am about this whole thing. One of my all-time dreams as a kid was to go visit all the Major League Baseball parks and see a game played in those parks. Mm. And about 15 years ago, my wife let me finish that dream. That's what kind of a fanatic I am. Um, this Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, the NFL, uh, the, uh, the NBA, even National Hockey League players taking the, the Major League Soccer the same way I've about had it with professional sports. I can't tell you how great that uh, NCAA final was uh, last <laughs> the other night with Baylor and uh, and uh, Gonzaga. But I am absolutely livid. I am done with professional sports. I don't care. If, I'm 66 and a half years old. I don't care if I ever see a box score or a professional sports score or results. I didn't watch the World Series last year. That's how upset I am, Mike. <laughs> I just, in fact, didn't they move the NBA All-Star game out of Charlotte a few years ago because of some political thing? Uh, you know, I, I don't recall, Billy, but uh, I... That's I, okay. I, got... I, be- <laughs> I believe that they did. It's the same thing here, and I don't care where they move it to. This hurts Atlanta, and this yes. hurts all people, and, and the hypocrisy with going to the, uh, what, the Beijing Olympics and everything going on with other places. Uh, Mike, if you can't tell... I am livid with, with with what they're doing, and I am done with all professional sports. Modesto Nuts, get to playing because you're the team I want to come to. <laughs> Mike, thanks for giving me some time. Uh, I understand McClintock's coming on, too. I love that man. I have financially supported his campaigns, um, so I'm looking forward to what Tom has to say. But thank you for giving me an opportunity to vent. Um, I am steaming about how this this is the end for me, Mike. Okay. Yeah, I I, I got you, Billy. Thank you so much for calling. Appreciate that. Thank you, and Mike. Bye bye. I'm suspecting, Billy, that a lot of people feel the same way uh, you do. And again, you know, issues here at setting a precedent and uh, and also losing money for the local community. And you know, we'd like to just I would like to just and I think Billy might resonate with this. I just like to turn on professional sports and watch great athletes do their thing without the political stuff involved anyway just uh, real quick here to uh, to recap what's going on we've been seeing a lot of uh, video from the border and uh, not not video from the Biden administration uh, not uh, a lot of video a video from the mainstream media but we've see, been seeing uh, some video from people like uh, Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, wasn't that amazing? He's, he's trying to uh, take pictures of what's really happening in these uh, confined spaces in the, uh, at the border. And uh, this uh, young lady who, I mean, she's just doing her job. Someone sent her there to tell uh, 
Senator Ted Cruz uh, from the Judiciary Committee and other people that were with him that they're not allowed to take a look at what's happening. So, you know, what what's happening with transparency? What's what's happening with an open administration? You see, these types of things are not good 100 days into one's presidency. And if uh, if we were just open and would say, yes, this is fact, this is what we're dealing with on the border. Uh, we're looking at overcrowding in many of these spaces. We're looking at uh, spaces for children that should only have X amount of people uh, in them, X amount of, of children. But uh, what we see are children not not spaced six feet for social distancing, uh, but but they are right next to each other with these uh, foil blankets. And by the way, nothing against the foil blankets. I've I've used a few of those over the years in um, in uh, in the fire service when I was associated with that. So I'm not demeaning that. I, I'm just saying we saw it. And uh, why why isn't the Biden administration being very upfront about this? Well. It's uh, it's going to be a process, and uh, we're we're hoping to have Congressman Tom McClintock on live from Texas with us in just a, just a couple of minutes. Before we do that, uh, Mike from Lagrange, uh, you've got a comment you'd like to weigh in with. Mike, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Hey, Mike, it's good to have a local talk show host. Thank goodness they need to give you more than an hour. First of all, um, we'd like to be able to talk about things, and, and an hour is just not enough to get into in-depth anything. Uh, on the Major League Baseball, I'm going to brush over that really quick, then I'm going to jump to the county. Uh, hey, you know what? Watch Pro Rodeo. Watch the PBR. They stand and they salute the flag every time and sing the national anthem. Nobody takes a knee in Pro Rodeo. You guys may want to start looking at that. It's a very high-contact sport. Hmm. Um, and then – I'd also address about a week and a half ago, I was on the, on the air talking about, you know, how corrupt the county was. And some young, some lady had called after me and had made a statement that I was ignorant, didn't know what was going on. I want to explain it, and I hope she's listening because this is, this is addressed to her and everybody out there. You know, when I irrigate a pasture, if you cut the water off at, at the canal, guess what happens? The pasture dries up. All those other tributaries, all the other lines that you open up don't mean a darn thing if they don't have water. And for that lady to be working at the county for 40 years and saying everybody's corrupt except her, um, birds of a feather flock together, honey. So I watch who you call ignorant. I know exactly what time it is and where I'm at. And I know how to irrigate a pasture real easy. And if you can't figure that out, you cut the money off coming from the state, like Kristen Olson, who who worked for the county, then the state, now the county. Um, Now she's going back to be a lobbyist. So let's cut the money off. That's real easy. And, and as far as her not being corrupt, if you've been there for 40 years and you can't figure it out, you're part of the problem. Anyway, that's all I got, Mike. It's hey, been great talking to you. Hey, Mike, thanks. Let me ask you a question real quick uh, because you're you're sure. in, in either the farming or ranching business, I assume. Am I right? I mean, I'm, I also own a retail shop and i yes i do ranch cattle that's okay what I do. so I, I do raise hay you're a man for all seasons as we might say real quick question because uh no, we i'm do just have... trying to survive this state <laughs> we do have tom mcclintock coming on in just a second uh what do you see as far as drought conditions coming you have any uh information on that real quick 
Well, up in Modoc County, it's it's pretty bad. I have a ranch up there. That's where I run mostly most of the stuff and, and where I grow alfalfa. Um, but it, I don't see it as bad as it could be. Um, it's the problem's really easy to solve. All I got to do is build some reservoirs, and they mm-hmm. refuse to do that. They haven't built one since 1976. Mm-hmm. Our population has almost doubled yeah. since then. Exactly. I mean, it's just basic common sense. But you don't find that in Sacramento. You don't find that in Stanislaus County. You don't find it in Tuolumne County. Um, and I'm I own I have places in all three counties. Um, okay. But there Mike, is gotta gotta run, my County. friend. Uh, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I apologize for that. We That's got a, right. we, we got Congressman McClintock on from Texas. So, Mike, thanks for calling and uh, appreciate your hey, points look, and your thinking. Love to hear you guys. Thank you so much. All right, man. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Congressman Tom McClintock in Texas, he's taking a look at the border. He's a member of the House Judiciary Committee and subcommittees on immigration and citizenship, as well as crime, terrorism, and homeland security. And uh, he's been down in Texas. He is down in Texas uh, getting a a firsthand view of what's going on. Congressman Tom McClintock, thanks so much for dropping by today. I know that you got a busy schedule, so we'll get right to it. What do you see down on the border right now that we're not being told about? Hi, Mike. Well, it, it, I'll tell you this. It's the most disturbing and frightening congressional trip I've made in the 13 years I've been in the Congress. I mean, we yesterday, we watched literally hundreds of, of migrants illegally crossing the border. Um, no fear of the Border Patrol. They turn themselves right in because they know they're going to be waved into the United States for the most part, and they are being. Um, uh, and the, the numbers are just staggering. Um, uh, you know, 100,000 encounters with the Border Patrol in February, 170,000 in March, uh, and that doesn't include all of those uh, uh, who go around them uh, who are uh, not turning themselves in but uh, uh, smuggling, either uh, uh, doing human trafficking or drug trafficking. Congressman, as uh, we, we've seen some of these uh, pictures of uh, children kind of stacked like cordwood next to each other uh, with their foil blankets yeah, and, I saw and that and such. Yeah, what what is your so why why are we not open with the Biden administration and just saying, look, this is this is the situation? It, it would seem like it is better to openly say, here's the issue, and and we're going to try to uh, uh, partner with uh, you know with, with the rest of our legislators to try to solve this. What what why are you why are you sensing a, a, a reticence on the Biden administration to be open about what's happening down there? Uh, because I think a lot of this is <clears throat> deliberate policy, and they're trying to hide it from the American people. It's not altogether complicated. I mean, um, uh, you know, what we saw, what you're describing, these, these cattle pens uh, covered by plastic, um, uh, those are uh, uh, border patrol um, facilities that are not, they're, they're not designed to house people. They're supposed to you know, be able to turn them over to, to HHS. Um, uh, the problem is, um, uh, HHS is so overwhelmed they have to keep these the, the kids are not supposed to be more than three days in, in uh, Border Patrol custody uh, they're 10, 11, 14 days in Border Patrol custody right now because there's no other place to put them um, so we saw a pod designed for 30 uh, kids over 500 in it you could not see the floor it was just wall to wall kids uh, uh, these are basically teenagers 
um, in these plastic um, uh, cattle pens. I can't think of a more efficient incubator for every virus under the sun uh, than to put, you know, pack 500 kids into a uh, into a, a plastic pen and let them uh, uh, sit there for several days. I mean, it's just it's 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 frightening. But what's particularly frightening is the the sheer numbers of of, of people now uh, illegally entering the country. Uh, unaccompanied minors get waved right in. Uh, that's that's why you're seeing so many young people. Uh, being trafficked by the cartels because they're guaranteed uh, entry. Uh, any group that has in their company a child under seven is um, pretty much guaranteed of entry into the country. In fact, we saw scores of such people literally <clears throat> walking up to the Border Patrol. Border Patrol gets their basic biometric information and literally puts them on a bus to a bus stop to continue their journey wherever they're going. Uh, uh, so for 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 all, you know, we keep hearing this debate over this you know is this a border crisis? We're way past that discussion. The question now is whether we have a border at all, uh, and the answer is we don't. Congressman Tom McClintock, do you sense that for the Biden administration, this was the plan, or do you think they had something else in mind that just went sideways? I think they were surprised by the the, uh, the, the volume that they uh, produced initially. Uh, but remember, his first act of president was to, to abandon construction of the border wall, um, announced that uh, illegal immigrants would not be deported, um, uh, even criminal illegal aliens being released from prison instead of being deported would remain in the country. That basically made America one great national sanctuary. Um, uh, uh, and um, uh, he ended the, the Remain in Mexico policy for asylum seekers. Those policy, uh, policies of the Bush administration, of the Trump administration, had, had uh, convinced all of these folks not to take that enormously expensive and treacherous 2,000 mile journey to the United States because they would not be admitted. Knowing that, they didn't come. Joe Biden comes in, sends a very powerful message across the third world that the American borders are open, and the third world responds. Um, you know, uh, Gallup did a poll a few weeks ago. Uh, they're estimating there are 42 million people in Latin America and the Caribbean who want to come to the United States. Um, and uh, uh, Joe Biden basically, by both his policies and his words, said come, and they are coming. News has uh, reached us, and maybe you can amplify it or, or at least confirm it for us, that uh, someone from Yemen was stopped at the border. Of course, that has potential terrorism written all over it. And also uh, well, uh, gang members. From, not just someone from Yemen. Two, two uh, Yemenis who are on the terrorist watch list uh, uh, tried to enter illegally from San Diego. Um, uh, uh, that is, as appalling as that is, those are the ones they caught. Remember, there are 130,000, they call them gotaways, 130,000 that they're estimating, and they're telling us this is a very low estimate. It could be two or three times this number, maybe four times this number, but 130,000 um, uh, that uh, got around the Border Patrol entered the country illegally. They, they are able to do that because the coyotes will send over waves and waves and waves of children and, uh, and family units. Uh, and while the Border Patrol is dealing with that and changing diapers and doing the babysitting and everything else, 
they're able to sneak in large volumes of, of human trafficking as well as drug trafficking um, uh, around the Border Patrol. Uh, how many bad guys are in that group uh, is anybody's guess. But just to put it in perspective, that number is the entire population of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hmm. Congressman Tom McClintock talking with us. So we've got a good picture of what's happening. From your perspective, what can the Republicans do? What can uh, you, uh, representing a lot of us, do uh, with, with your peers to end this? What, what options do you have? What, what, what plan is there to, to deal with this? What power do you have to make some changes? We have, in the minority in Congress, very, very little power to, to uh, change what the president has done. Uh, the president is in charge of enforcing our immigration laws. He's basically said he's not going to enforce them. That's what has precipitated this crisis. Uh, he's the one that walked away from the border wall. Uh, there's very little Congress can do directly to change that, even if we had the majority. But uh, uh, with the majority, there is something that we can do. I mean, we've, we've, we've got to... Uh, there are a long list of things. We, 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 we've got to uh, uh, mandate E-Verify. We've got to increase penalties for hiring illegals. Uh, we ought to be forbidding citizenship for anybody who's you know, come in our country illegally and then broken uh, uh, other laws. We ought to be defunding sanctuary cities. Uh, you know, we ought to be uh, denying entry to asylum claimants who pass through other countries. Uh, we ought to be instituting visa overstay tracking. Uh, there is a great deal that Congress can and should and I think must do, uh, but it's not going to, given its current um, uh, current uh, membership uh, in, with the Democrats in the majority. And worst of all, so much of it, we had solved the border problem I mean, uh, uh, because of President Trump's border wall and the remain in Mexico policy. Uh, and the determination to deport illegals who had been ordered deported by the courts, we had stemmed the flow. Let me give you the numbers here. I mean, this is pretty shocking. Um, the, the, the week of the 2020 election, 100 family units illegally crossed the border, across the entire southern border, 100 family units the week of the election. By inauguration week, that number had risen to 1,100 a week, so an 11-fold increase. This past week, uh, the week ending March 24th, it reached 15,000. So we went from 100 family units uh, on Election Day to 1,100 family units on Inauguration Day to more than 15,000 uh, a week now. Now, that ought to tell you a lot about the change in policy. Uh, and that is all, that's not coming from Congress. That is coming entirely from Joe Biden. Yeah, those stats definitely tell the story. I know you got to go. Can you get one question uh, answered for us very quickly? And that is, do you sense any of your Democratic colleagues are going to see the light and perhaps join you in saying we got to fix this? Well, the good news is a few of them along the border are. Henry Quaylar, for example, uh, uh, has been increasingly outspoken about this because his community is directly impacted. He's on the border. But the most chilling words that I heard in our entire border trip came from a border patrol officer who said, you know, our border is your border. Uh, This mass migration doesn't stay uh, in the border towns. They're on the way to the communities all across the country. 
and they're guaranteed by the Biden administration not to be deported even if they commit crimes. So under his executive orders, as I said, the country is now a sanctuary nation, and this is going to have an enormous impact on, on public safety and local resources and housing supply and schools, um, hospital emergency rooms, and it's going to have a huge impact on, on the ability of working-class Americans to earn a living. Um, I think as more and more Americans see that uh, threatening their communities, the more uh, active they're going to be getting in changing this administration, changing this Congress, and then changing the laws. But the amount of damage that's being done in the meantime is enormous. This is becoming a mass migration of historic proportions. And I don't know of many civilizations that have survived such a phenomenon. Congressman Tom McClintock, thank you so much for carving time out of your schedule to share those thoughts with us. Thank you so much for addressing the issues, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you in the future about how we're dealing with that situation. Again, Congressman, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Mike. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Congressman Tom McClintock, unbelievable stats. I, I was struck by, by what he said. By the way, if you have a thought, that we have a few minutes left. We'd be happy to take your thoughts on this as well. 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. The stats that he gave at the very end, to, to me, were incredible. At, at the time of the 2020 election, he said there were 100 family units coming across the border. The whole border, 100 family units. By Inauguration Day, it came. Uh, it was up to uh, 1,100 a week, 1,100 a week. And by March 24, 15,000 a week. So we went from 100 family units at the time of the election now to 15,000 family units crossing the border. And and it's so frustrating to me to hear the Biden administration basically pass it off and and uh, press secretary uh, Saki as well as nah, it's not a crisis. This is it's being handled. No big deal. Now this is scary, as, as uh, Congressman McClintock said. This is a terrible issue of historic proportions. And what's really scary to me is when I asked him about what what can the Republicans do since the Democrats, uh, except for some in the border area, are, are not willing to line up to fix the problem, what can be done. And, and really, there's not a lot of power to do a lot other than getting information out. And I think that is one of the critical things right now is to get accurate information out. When we saw those images from the border, from when Ted Cruz was there, when we saw the images, that hit home to many of us. Now, the problem is the mainstream media isn't letting people know about that in general. And so, um, you know, it's up to us to get the information out to our spheres of influence, to give them accurate information, to challenge them to start thinking with the brain that God has given them about what's actually happening at our border before we lose it. 
Mike Douglas here with the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for joining us today here on the Mike Douglas Show, 3 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.